Hi. Hi. Here's what just happened. <laughs> Janie, right. welcome to Stay of Homekins. Hi. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. We're a married couple living in quarantine. I'm an actor. He's a comedian. Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> we were just about to start. This is our fourth episode. We are just about to start. Janie controls the Zoom recorder. Mm-hmm. Zoom, not to be confused with... Zoom. The video app that, uh, that we're all using these days. This is this was the first Zoom that came into our lives. And so it's a little recorder used for a lot, a lot of people using for podcasts. And Janie <laughs> asked me if I was ready. I said yes. And then she had her finger over the button and she nodded at me. <laughs> like I'd start. And I said hello. And then she... She admitted to me she had not actually pressed the button. I was, it, my nod was more like, uh, here we go. And I wanted it to be returned. And then. Oh, I said, like, you want to have, did you like want to have a little ritual? Um, I don't know. Or do you want it to be like pilots, like the space program? <laughs> Wait, how does that? <laughs> like, there's just a lot, of, a lot of visual cues when you can't oh, talk right. so that everybody knows that you're fine. Or like, you know, like soldiers when they, or like cops when they're like creeping. Right. I, well, listen, sorry. This listen. is, this is like our fourth episode and um, <laughs> our last one was 10 years ago. <laughs> so. It does feel like a really long time since last time. It has. Recorded. It is. We have not been sleeping well. That's true. Lately, we've oh, been doing this thing where it. we go to bed around like 10, 11, whatever. Mm-hmm. Wake up, both wake up at 4 a.m. Well, I wake up at 4 a.m. in regular times. That's my ritual. I have to take a medicine then. <laughs> There's a medicine I take at 4 a.m. A sleeping pill, right? No, it's just, it's not. It's wake like. Wake up at 4 a.m. to take your sleeping pill. No, I take my, I take my thyroid medicine. Right. I have a, I have a thing. But you just naturally wake up. I naturally have to, you know, void my bladder for like 4 a.m. <laughs> it's so much worse than Why? Any other Why? Way. It's so Why? It sounds clinical. It sounds It's too clinical, I guess. It's well, okay, what's your fave? It makes me think of you as just a jumble of skin <laughs> and organs. What's your fave? What's my fave? Pee? Uh, urinate? Drain the lily? I, you know what? I guess <laughs> go to the bathroom. Okay. That covers a lot of bases, though. <laughs> I grew I grew up in a household where we were not very expressive about that stuff. There was not a lot of crude language in my house. We didn't really either. We didn't use the word pee. We say pee, but that like that's the extent. Do you know what? I always preferred like, I always preferred the 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 cruder version <laughs> of everything. If you had really? to say it. Like, really? Yeah, like I would rather say piss than pee. You know what I mean? I gotta piss. <laughs> I gotta take a leak. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta hit the head. That's. It's like navy. Okay. Hmm. Like I. I, I gotta hate... go swimming in the ocean. <laughs> I hate the word. What? Don't you pee? Because I you pee grew in... up. Because you grew up on an island. You pee in the like you know like you go to the beach and you're like I gotta go. I, I think I got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh but is that something you grew up saying? No, I just made it up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you grew up on an island. I grew up landlocked. Oh, Philly's landlocked. Well, y'all have that Schuylkill. <laughs> That's a river. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not the same though. Okay. 
I don't have any fond memories of <laughs> going down to the Schuylkill. The, my brother, so okay, my brother lives in Philly, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like he'll go catfishing in the Schuylkill at night. A very weird thing, <laughs> isn't that weird? That we found out was that, um, you know, when Janie and I started. Oh dating, yeah, people don't know this little trivia. Yeah, found out that her. She told me her brother lived in Philadelphia. He lives on a street called Penn Street. My brother married a Philly gal. That's okay. right. And they, they live on Penn Street, mm-hmm. which is where my father was born. Yeah. My brother and sister-in-law live in Germantown. Uh, and I feel like I just gave away their address or something. No. Well, nobody's going to bother. It's don't, a really look, long. Isn't them. it like a really long street, like Sunset or something? German, Germantown Avenue, I think, is one of the longest streets in America. Really? What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, they live on the street your dad grew up. Yeah. And but also this is weird. My sister-in-law grew up in Mount Airy, the neighborhood in Philadelphia where I grew up, a mile from Paul. Yeah, but they did not know each other because he went to Catholic school and she went. She and she was Protestant. Protestant, and they yeah. went to. Pa- and that's how much the 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 divide the culture was. Yeah. you know, uh, was divided. Was that you? I. I knew exclusively Catholics, I think. But isn't it weird that me and my brother married two people from the same from the same like mile radius? Yeah. Like, what are the odds? Yeah. Now, when I say Mount Airy, just so people know. Oh yeah, because there was some confusion this yeah, week. Well, with the, I've, this is all my life. I've. Oh, it is. Yes, because uh, I didn't even know about this other Mount Airy. But there's there's a neighborhood in Mount Airy, a neighborhood in Philadelphia called Mount Airy that's between Chestnut Hill and Germantown. It's about, it's like a 10-minute train ride outside of the city. Then, in the Pocono Mountains, there is a lodge called the Mount Airy Lodge. But is it is there a Mount Airy Poconos, or it's just called the Mount Airy Lodge? I believe it's just called the Mount Airy Lodge. Okay. Yeah. The Poconos are the Poconos. It's, it's, it's you know, a mountain range or whatever. What are you doing? I'm chewing, but I'm trying not to. Oh, <laughs> It looked like I was like I was he, dodging that. It looked like I was dodging like a bullet, right? It looked like dodged, you were trying like to give me ducked, a signal. Off like I was mic. ducking under the table. Well, I would. I hope your reflexes were a little faster. Than I don't that. have a lot of fast twitch muscle movement. <laughs> <laughs> probably the thi- things, probably related the thing. to the thyroid That's situation. Why I fell in love with you. <laughs> I'm at the point in the pandemic where I've developed a rash in the middle of my back from laying around on the couch so much that. I had to get Paul to rub some calamine on the, on my on the dermatitis on the couch potato dermatitis I have developed. <laughs> we should look up the term for it. It's not quite a bed sore. <laughs> not there yet. Not there yet. Still able to get up and walk around. I mean, thankfully we're mm-hmm. still healthy. We've been we've been staying home. We've yeah. been physically distancing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's been it's it's been brutal to witness what's happening in the world, yes. which I never want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't only to me, <laughs> only to you. I know I like read all these articles. Oh, oh, something happened to me that I did not like this week. I happened upon an article of, that had oh, information yeah, 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 yeah. about like California, like, you know, something about, I don't even want to reference the article, but it was like, it was about the virus and it mm. was, you know, a study that was being done or whatever. I had sent it to friends and family saying, doesn't this sound promising or whatever? Came to find out 
through social media that it was like a misinform. It was like a it was a piece of information being pushed by like some right wing dude on Rush Limbaugh. And it mm-hmm. had been picked up by a, a, a like a news source that was um, that was legitimate, and then I guess that like it got flagged by people and right. it got taken down. So I feel duped, and mm-hmm. I believe misinformation is a bad is a bad virus. <laughs> it's very poetic, and I believe truth is the vaccine. <laughs> what? Are you, you sound like you're going to run for office. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. <laughs> this is my real belief. I feel like I have now developed antibodies against fake news. I'm going to take a minute now longer yeah. to before I pass it. Around. And then I was relieved I had not shared the link on my social media because I do that sometimes when I see interesting things. Right. But it felt bad. It felt of bad. Of course. It of felt course. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it, it makes me angry. Mm-hmm. It makes me angry that oh, there absolutely. are people like pushing just for, for attention. I mean, I don't even understand the motivation behind why. Well, that's a that's another very depressing topic. Yeah. 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 How, how was your week? Tell, tell me about you. My how week, are you doing? <laughs> my week was okay. Mm-hmm. I forbid. For good or ill, mm-hmm. have gotten very into the game oh, Animal Crossing. That is, that is something I've noticed. <laughs> I you have a little bit of an addiction. I to can't it. believe that I'm playing this game, and I can't believe how many other people are playing this game. I don't play video games. I, it's no judgment. I'm just right. saying it's just not something that's gotten into my system. So, one of the most mortifying experiences of my life what? was when I was playing the game Bioshock, okay. which involves, um, you know, it's like a, uh, you, you are investigating this uh, underwater city, this ruined underwater city, mm-hmm. and periodically to buy ammo and stuff like that, you have to visit these vending machines. And the vending machines all have different things that they say, like pre-recorded messages that just play when you're near them. Okay. And there's the vending machine where you buy, like, you can buy food and health and ammo and stuff like that. It has a picture of a clown on it. And it says, it plays like circus music. Oh, and it says, I remember this. Welcome to the Circus of Values. Yeah. Now yeah, I've blocked this. Yeah. And one time... You like walked through the room and you did. I did the clown. You did the clown. It was a pitch perfect. Well, because it was it. like playing over and over, and it was I like. Know. Look, I understand, but I was mortified. At least the animals. It like broke a. It broke the fourth wall. <laughs> I'm sorry. That we have I ruined it. Me? No, you didn't ruin it. it. Wait, you, you ruined ruin something it. for me this week. I didn't know about. <laughs> you ruined something for me. That's right. You okay? So I'm on like this thread with my girlfriends, mm-hmm. and you know it's just again. Jenny and I are part of multiple sex threads. <laughs> we're was... very popular people, and that was like. So my friend sent me this video of this guy who was like doing this character. He's like a southern dude, 
doing this character of like a mom like Southern scolding mama. his kids and mm-hmm. it was edited real fast takes you know and he he was nailing like the attitude he was nailing like the say the isms and stuff and it was just really funny like i was thought it was really really like I started sending it around. I was like, "Oh my god, this guy's so funny!" And then I sent it to Paul, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, that guy uh, is like racist or something." I said, "I said he's trash." I know that was trying to soften that. I didn't want it. That's softening it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say he's trash. He's racist. You, no, I was just trying to be like, like I thought it would be better if it was more factual than colorful. If I was like, oh, he's racist, as opposed to he's a piece of trash. Right, 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 right. There's a better case to be made that he's trash than that he's racist. He, he. Well, it was like he. he this is a dude yeah. who went up. At, he went up at just for laughs. Was this last year? Or the year no, it was before? like two years ago because I saw the articles that you sent me were like from 2018. Okay, yeah. So he was picked as uh, a, a comic to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, was the only white male comic. I mean, I'd never heard of him, so. No, why yeah. would you, you know? He's just a YouTube guy, you know? He's a YouTube comedian. He does live performances, apparently, and I've seen clips, and it's terrible because he's not uh, really a comedian. He's like an edit-together person. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he was one of those. He's like, I've got this character that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's a very common thing of like, I just do quick edited, mm-hmm. you know, videos. yes. Into the camera, which are amusing and entertaining. Absolutely, yes. yes. Some people are are fantastic at it. I enjoy that that genre. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It can be very good. Yes, but this guy, so this guy had his thing, and then he went up at this festival and he was bombing, and he started to lecture the audience and the other comedians about what comedy is and what it should be and. Well, but it stuff. got worse because I started clicking on all the hyperlinks. Yeah. In that article, yeah, 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 and found out that he like insulted his fellow comedians, mm-hmm. like racially, there was like physically, a panel. Yeah. Ph- physical appearance wise, mm-hmm. but not like on stages like good ribbing. Yeah, like we have an agreement. Yeah. More like to like, hey, you're fat or you're you know this, and I was like, oh, what's that all about? Like I, so then I was like, well. There goes that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Better you hear it from me, honey. They, well, I guess they call him like the mayonnaise Medea or something. Cause <laughs> that was he's in like, that, in that article. Yeah. yeah. So, and I was like, but, but then, you know, I sent it to my mom who's alone in her quarantine and she's like, that was so funny. And I just didn't tell her oh, because you're trying to make me feel bad. Well, cause I didn't want to rob her. <laughs> well, of course you don't have to tell her. <laughs> I just wanted to stop you before you put it on like a Twitter and everything. I'm the I'm the vaccine. (laughs) You're the truth. You're yeah. Okay. Your links were the virus, and and my telling you was the vaccine. I mean, I had a good ten minutes with it, so I had that. That's not bad. And it did make me really laugh. Yeah. And then and then I had to tell my girlfriends. Um. Oh, you did follow up with them. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I was like, Paul just ruined this for me. <laughs> How often do you say that to your girlfriend? Well, there. I feel like there was something else maybe that <laughs> you did ruin. Oh, I know. I, that wasn't what. The, then they sent me this guy who did this um, Grease parody, which was funny, alone in his apartment. And I was like, I'm not sending this to Paul in case he knows dirt on this YouTuber. 
What was the Grease parody? He did a thing where he is like singing a love song to An- uh, Andy Cuomo. <laughs> you know? So instead of Sandy, it was Andy. Yeah, Andy, mm. baby. You know, and it was all about like information and right, stuff. Right, right. And it was cute. That's fine. It was cute. Look, I'm not a Scrooge. I don't think this guy, that guy was is a comedian. I think that YouTuber guy was just sort of a personality. Maybe it was just a one-off. Who knows? Well, what happened to the guy is what I want to know. He's still doing his Well, same obviously shit. he's doing he's still making money because yeah. when I clicked on it and sent it and sent it around, <laughs> made him like <laughs> I made him like 8 cents. Um <laughs> He he! It had like a million views, and it was pretty like fresh. Oh, yeah, it was no. pretty fresh. He's absolutely he got. Fresh. He's absolutely got an audience, you know. And I wish I didn't fine. know because I wish. He, well, I wish he hadn't done it. That's what I wish. Thank you. But also, I wonder what that was all about. What was that all about? I'll tell you what like it was all fear about. Fear or like well, uh, yeah, imposter syndrome or I'm, I'm sure it's all of that stuff. He probably had a chip on his shoulder uh-huh. because you know he's. He he's not from what I've seen of his live performance. There's not much to it. And now he's there's a lot of pressure at a festival. And especially you've been named by a famous industry magazine. Right. As somebody to watch. Then you go to this festival. There's a bunch of people there. You're going to do a panel with a bunch of people. And it's like clearly there's a big difference between what you do and what these people do. But he also could have, could have just been pure arrogance that he had a following, you know, he, he knew he sees his view count uh-huh. and probably thinks, well, I'm the authority. I'm more successful than any of these people. Well, sure. I mean, he's making a paycheck. Like he's, he's generating income like independently. He's not yeah. part of a machine or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just don't understand, like, a lack of respect for your fellow comics. Like, that to me is, like, a, that you know, that's against, like, well, the Well, because code. he's not a fellow comic. You know what I mean? That's that's the big difference is that there's no comedian. If you're a real comedian, I and I hate saying things like this, mm-hmm. but I, I could be on a panel like that. And mm-hmm. there could be comedians that have very different styles from what I do. And I might not even like what they do. And mm-hmm. I might think that it's... Uh, really bad, but if they if they know what they're doing, like I, if they've been through the same, you know, sort of system that I've been through, and they've learned the same way that I've learned, like mm-hmm. then it comes down to it's a difference in style. I don't agree with it, but I'm not gonna. Well, that's it's not a, it's not my place to get all arrogant and say my way is the best way. What's crazy though about the craft of comedy, or or the, about the craft, I guess, of stand up, maybe. Um, not necessarily comedy in general, but like the craft of stand up mm-hmm. is that it is it's a craft that is learned in public. It is not yeah. it is it is like so, you know, you might not like what someone is doing, but that like they may just be like only like two years away from finding their voice or something yes, like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can. When you've been doing it for a while, you can see people at different stages and you get it. You understand the process because you've been through it. Mm-hmm. But this guy is not a stand-up comedian. He is a guy who did YouTube videos and then was trying to make money off of the popularity of the YouTube videos. That's not the same thing as going to clubs and or or you know other venues, you know, starting out as a live performer and working your way up. Mm-hmm. It's just, they're just two different things. But that can I mean if you are someone who is starting like that, though, and you have like you find a character and you edit 
whatever, that doesn't mean that you can't find an act out of it. Like, it's just that he was handled poorly. Oh, of course. Like, no. he just didn't have, like, people guiding his career or, like, advising him or No, something. but I didn't have any, but he, no, that's, he's just an asshole. <laughs> anyway, uh, Animal Crossing. Yes, at least, the, like, the noises that that uh, game makes is cute. Yes, but I am embarrassed by the noises. What, I think that's a strange anomaly, and I'll tell you why. Sure. Because, like, you play this other game that is, li- like, I'll be in the other room, like, doing something or whatever. It, mm-hmm. it, so- it, li- it, sounds, it sounds like a gun range. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But no, there's. But that's not embarrassing. But cute little. Here's why it's embarrassing eep, to me. Eep sounds. Eep <laughs> sounds. That's like cute. Here's it, it's. Here's the thing. It's an extremely cute game, and that God. is a huge part of its why appeal. Why it's tickling your brain? It's like emitting a serotonin. It's like doing absolutely. Yeah. It's and it it's it it, it turns a corner. Like when I first started playing it, mm-hmm. I didn't understand why people were playing it. And then it turns a corner and then you love it. Okay. You you get the hang all of a sudden you get the hang of it. You understand what what's going on and then you love it. I've heard that can happen with exercise, but that's never happened <laughs> for me. And <laughs> I keep trying. That happened with me well, with <laughs> you running. You did Remember have that. When I used to run at at the gym, I used to run on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I loved it. You did. Yeah. <sighs> someday I'll get back to God. it someday. I have, a, I have a long way to go before I'm able to run again. <laughs> and my knees might be done. Anyway. You could do the couch to 5K thing. That's a thing that people do. It, like It's like you do like an inch a day. I heard that was over. I heard it was canceled. I wonder if there's a rash on your b- back from the couch to 5K. <laughs> because that is, that is like a whole other thing. What if that's how you have to start? You have to start with a rash. Anyway, so Animal Crossing. Yeah. The Do you know anything about the game? No. I don't. Here's no. what it is. Okay. So you know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> and, and here's the reason. First of all, the reason the noises embarrass me. Okay. Is because the noises when I'm conscious of you being in the same room as me while those noises are going, which on, is happening a lot these days. It's uh, sure because <laughs> we're stuck. <laughs> okay. It rem- it sounds to me it all of a sudden my perspective is these are the noises that they would have a video game make in a movie. Like if you saw a kid oh, in a it movie does playing sound like a that. game, it's, you never see the game. You just hear the noises. Boing, yes. boop, boop, That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like the, it's like a murmuring. It's like the Peanuts adults kind of like a. Oh, that's the animals. When the animals talk. I love okay, it. Here's, here, so here's the game. Okay. Here's the game. You, you go to this island, this mm-hmm. little island. Uh-huh. And you are welcomed to the island by this raccoon whose name is Tom, Tom Nook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Tom, like all the animals, speaks like. Which I would, if anyone out there knows the answer to this, is that are those people doing like voiceover just raw, or is there some like computerized enhancement? Exactly. Here's here's my questions: Is it people actually doing that? Mm-hmm. Is it just computer sounds? Is it somebody doing that? And it's another language, and they're speaking so quickly. That's part of the. They've joke. done something with yeah. it. I don't know. Anyway. So Tom Nook welcomes you to the island, says, We're, we think you're going to be happy here. You get to name the island. You get to do all these, mm. these things. Then he says, oh, I'm look, ge- we got, we, here's a tent for you. We have a tent where you can live. Mm-hmm. 
and you go and you plant your tent and everything. And then he says, oh, and there's, you have to, the, the tent is yours, but we're giving it to you on a loan. So you have to pay off the loan. Oh, so it starts off with deception. Okay. You have no idea about this loan until after me- you've already like agreed meta- to everything. This sounds like a metaphor for America. It It is. This game is, seems like it's for children. And yet, what you have to do is, you have to work work, work doing manual labor oh my God, it's around Ameri- this island. It's about America. You have to clean the island up. You have to plant trees. You have to harvest fruit. You have to fish. Um, you have to build. Go- you have to build houses for people. Government takes all your money. That's right. And... And then they don't help you when you're sick. You go shopping. You have to build a store. Then you go shopping for stuff for your home. But it's the company. It's literally the, the company, company store. store. So this game looks like it's for kids, but it's a weird satire of late stage capitalism. Yeah. It's it's weird. Do they help you if you're sick? Probably not. You have to make your own medicine. They give you a recipe for medicine. Animal Crossing bums me out, man. <laughs> but it's so satisfying when you do it, when you expand your house, like I just, I just put another room. That's on my house. America. I just paid off my loan. That's America. I'm looking by tomorrow. I'll have another room. We're on my house. addicted to America. Oh, also one of the things about it is things happen in real time. Okay. So when you go on the game during the day, it's daytime. When you go on at night, it's nighttime. Cute. You know, you buy things and they say, well, we're going to, it'll be sent to your mailbox. Mm-hmm. You don't get you it really until the get next stuff day. In your actual real life mailbox. N- no. Oh, that you would have be a mailbox kind of amazing. In, you have a mailbox in the game. That That's would be kinda... creepy. No, it wouldn't. They know everything you're doing anyway. They may as well mail you something. I don't want that shit that's in the <laughs> game, though. <laughs> like the decor that's in the game. I don't know. <laughs> there actually are a couple items. There's that are a, pretty there's, good. There's a retro stereo in there. Really? <laughs> I have it in my, in my island. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does sound... I'm glad. Here's what is funny, and I was going to mention on this week's podcast... Which is really ties into this whole like Animal Crossing and I'm having separate conversations about we're having like we're having like when. okay so in real life in normal life we have our separate lives Mm -hmm. and then we have like our married life. You have no right to ask me how I feel. (laughs) These are the ground rules. (laughs) These are the ground rules we've agreed to. You have no right to ask me how I feel. (laughs) And so... Uh, we've just sort of like now become a microcosm of what our daily lives are, where mm. we are living in, in our house all the time, but then we're, we're together all the time, but we're not like we're separate. Like yeah. we've created like, and then I said this week, what if when there's a vaccine, <laughs> we still like, this is like hurt our marriage because we have now learned that instead of coming together when we're together, like we did before, we are together, but we fall into our separate universes. And I don't, I don't think which I thought was a very astute observation I, by myself. <laughs> I completely understand thinking that I get that concern, but you have to remember that once we're free to go anywhere mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and and a, a, as we slowly get back into normal life mm-hmm. we won't feel the need to be so separate when we are together well we will crave that thing that we missed right hey look man 
Let me tell you this. We're already having a good time together. <laughs> We're having a good time. I just finished my damn drink. Damn. Make I another need another. One. But I mean. Make another one. Okay. I'm going to pause. No, gonna... don't pause. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. But uh, okay. So you tell the listeners. First of all, do our like, do our thank you speech. <laughs> I'll be right back. We do have, we have, uh, we do have social media. We have uh, Twitter and Instagram. Both are stay F homekins. And uh, we have an email, which I think is just stayofhomekins at gmail.com. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And so people have been really nice and saying things uh, across various platforms. And we really appreciate it. And and people have been been so sweet and genuine. And uh, we. Yeah, we really we really appreciate it. And it's 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 been nice to read all that stuff and know that. You know, people have had similar experiences. They're going through the same stuff and uh, things they relate to and uh, weird stuff that we talk about that they remember from when they were kids and, you know, all that sort of thing. Um, and we really appreciate it. So thank you for thank you for writing to us. You don't have to. You can if you want. Um, all that is there. You know, there's not really much news that we have to give if you follow us on socials. But. Yes, even if we're not responding individually to everything, it's landing. It's, it's landing. Yes, that's a great way to put it. It really, it really means a lot to us. Um, so thank you. And also, I, I know there's some people that feel that we should have an opening for the podcast, um, and people have gone so far as to submit openings. We appreciate that as well. Yeah. But we're still we, we're still undecided. Um, you know what we want to do. I, I know that. As as a listener of podcasts myself, I know that you're used to an intro happening. Um, personally, for me, I kind of like that it's just us talking and that's all there is. There's no music. There's no ads. There's no whatever. But and because this is not supposed to be <laughs> – this is not supposed to be forever. It's not supposed to be produced, <laughs> but it might end up being that way. It might end up being that way, but – Yeah, I know. But ho- hopefully, you know, it won't last – that long that we're like, hey, we gotta we gotta get some production value in here. But um, so we'll see, we'll see. We're we're figuring it all out. But we're very grateful to everyone for listening and responding. And here she comes. She did it. I mean, it was great, Sorry. guys. And special shout out who honorable mention again to my friend Cynthia. Cynthia Dupree Sweeney, who came up with the perfect title. <laughs> Last um, week, Janie was talking about her my memoir, her, her humorous my memoir. memoir. I went through Perry during the Trump years, and I told her, "Well, it's going to have to have an overlong subtitle, or it won't sell, or it won't sell." That's what the that's what the publishers are saying. I got it. Uh, I got it. And Cynthia said, "I can have it." I went through Perry during the Trump years, a Southern girl's Hollywood guide to staying sane when the country is having a hot flash. By Janie Haddad Tompkin. It's perfect. Coming out in June. (laughs) HarperCollins, Penguin, where do you see this? Hatchet. Well, you know, Hatchet lost Woody Allen's. Oh, no. Well, they got rid of it. They got rid of it. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Like, they're like, you know, we'll publish Woody Allen's. Well, but I think what was more amazing about it, not that they would publish it, because there is a... 
I'm not going to lie. I have a morbid curiosity about it because I'm fascinated by narcissism just in general because that's a a lot of narcissism though. A whole book's worth. I've done it before. (laughs) I can name a lot of memoirs I've read about with, uh, 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 you know, and, and have read every page. (laughs) So, but, um, I think what was crazy is that they had published Ronan Pharaoh's book. Right. That's what was a little like a conflict of interest kind I of a thing. Felt like both sides, you know. I mean, like, look, if a serial killer came out with a book, wouldn't you want to read it because you'd be sort of interested in like what's no! in the mind of a serial killer? OJ OJ Simpson killed one person. I didn't want to read well, two people. Well, that was a Yeah, I didn't want to read that. Oh, so you're saying because it's not honest. Because it will there be no I honesty? I guess I don't want to read like this diseased person's mind. Really? Yes. I don't know. Like there's something. <laughs> like an interview is one don't thing, you right? Don't you want to get into the mind of somebody no! who's sick? Why? But to understand why, to understand. I have sick people in my life that hurt me and I want to know. Not murderers though. But I mean, back to Woody Allen or back to whatever. <laughs> Back to non-murderers. I just am curious about that um, that illness. I the curiosity I absolutely understand, but for me, I think it does end at a certain point where I don't want to. I don't want to read, uh, you know, this maniac's first person account. I just would like to know what his like side of the story is, as like kind of like you know. <sighs> It's just going to be I don't know like, if I'm going to read it. I'm not saying I'm going to read it or not. I'm just saying mm. Hatchet has an opening. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> they have a slot to fill now. They have an empty place. Good news, Hatchet. Only I'm not writing. I have started writing, though, but not a book right. at the moment. I'm right. writing a pilot. Yeah. It's going well. This is your first solo pilot. Well... Technically, I did write something else as a Oh, that's spec. right. Yeah, that's I right. I have another comment. Did you write the whole pilot? Yeah. Guess what? There's only one human in America has read that pilot, and that is Scott Ackerman. And he took the time to call me and give me feedback on mm-hmm. it. He's a good guy. And he was very positive about some of my characters. He's a good guy. So I felt good about it. And anyway... That's not the pilot that I'm working on. This is a different pilot. This is a kind of personal. Yes. It has a personal angle. Yes. Well, we can't get in. Oh. We shouldn't get into it too much. What I'm saying. But it's a great well, idea. Well, I know I was talking to Hatchet, but now I'm talking to Hollywood executives. Oh, you're going back to talking to the Hollywood executives? <laughs> That's why I had to drop a little. I had to plan. A, well, I specifically would like to talk to Reese Witherspoon. If you are listening, <laughs> I have Hello Sunshine's. Next situation brewing in my laptop. Is Hello Sunshine her production company? Yes. Okay. Okay. You can talk now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, Time for some ASMR. Okay, but I'm just saying, you know, in my quarantine, I'm trying to use it. I want to come out of this with some with something because I can't go on auditions. Right. Oh, wait. I did have a voiceover audition this week. This week was for Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a producer or casting director on Boss Baby, <laughs> please 
Take the time to listen to my submission. Listen, I don't want to. This is her husband talking. (laughs) My wife worked hard on that audition. (laughs) For Boston. I heard her in the other room. You did. Recording her lines. I liked, I actually liked what I did for it, but. I liked what she did too. (laughs) Really? Hey, Boss Baby producers. Boss Baby. Who the fuck do you think you are? (laughs) Wait. Don't. I ought to go down there to that office. (laughs) Don't. Knock that guy's block off. Please don't ice me out of Boss Baby. Don't ice her out of Boston. She did a good job. Listen to her audition. She did a good job. <laughs> uh, do not, uh, speaking of ASMR, oh, you know my my daughter Natalie Walker. Oh right, she's a big Natalie. ASMR fan. That's right. She actually said that we we did a good job. She said you did a good job. Oh, she, she did. One of the one of the subgenres that she enjoys is uh, soothing Southern voices. Oh, y'all. Them girls gonna get up with some trouble with the Piggly Wiggly tonight. I said Piggly Wiggly. I said Piggly Wiggly. Wait, I have a new one. Can I also wait, shout I out? Oh, wait, no, you wait. <laughs> first, first you wait, then I'll wait. Shit. Another shout out to Andrew Farmer, very funny comedian oh, right. who hosts. He has a podcast called uh, with Anna Dresden called uh, "Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod." Uh, he absolutely corroborated. Having grown up in Florida as a as a young gay man, mm-hmm. that y'all them girls is going to get up in some trouble at the public tonight. tonight. Absolutely a thing that has been said. Sure. Yeah. Um. That was good. That was a good a good um, confirmation to get. Uh, you were authentic. You were authentic. <laughs> Muy authentico. Girl, uh, y'all, now it's my turn to wait. Y'all, y'all. Are you going to do some y'all, southern? Yeah. Y'all. Them girls gonna get up into some trouble with the Harris Teeter tonight. Only we called it the Harry Peter. The Harry Peter. But my right. mom calls it the Teet. Yeah. Cause you gotta go to the Teet. Mm-hmm. That's just what you say. That's just what you say. It's just what you say. I love Harris Teeter. I love. Why do you love the Teet? By the way, Kroger's owns it, so it's right. not really a Teet. It's a Kroger's. Yeah, but yeah, that happens. It's still a Harris Teeter. It's set up like a Harris Teeter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you yeah. know that I visited the... <laughs> <laughs> Years ago in Atlanta, I went to the Murder Kroger. Have you familiar with the Murder no, Kroger? No. I, I don't think... I think it's been torn down. It might be something else now. By the way, um, a huge true crime fan over here, so yeah. I don't know why I don't know about the Murder Kroger. The Murder Kroger, I think, was called... I don't know why it's called that. I assume just because it's a... A very sketchy Kroger. <laughs> oh, I see. And maybe some murders had taken I place see. there. Not that it, there was an actual famous No, but I remember murder. doing stand-up in Atlanta, and I had to get shaving cream, and I went to the murder Kroger. Well, when I... My, my first apartment in Los Angeles in November of 2001... Oh, when I, yeah, baby. When I know I what you're fle- going to say. <laughs> when I fled uh, Manhattan after 9-11... That's right. I was walking distance from... The Rock and Roll Ralph's, yes. which is like right smack dab in the middle of Hollywood. Yeah. It's still there. And it's near the Guitar Center. It's near the flagship Guitar Center mm-hmm. on Sunset Boulevard. And they call it the Rock and Roll Ralph's, I yeah. guess, because it was near like rock. Because it's like rockers. Yeah, all the, all the Guitar Center dudes would go in there. Oh, okay. I remember <laughs> eating there on a couple occasions after a shift, late shift at Tower Video. Oh. And uh, which we drove by the old. Remember? Yeah, oh, wait, we drove. We, do, we, we took a scenic drive. We this took week. a scenic drive. Yeah, just a change of. It was raining all week in L.A. Mm-hmm. 
And we were told to stay in more this week. Yeah. That's that what this they told the country. This was kind of a crucial week. The yeah. country was told that. Yeah. So we didn't really do any walks or go to the store, but we were like, why don't we drive up to Mulholland and just look? Yeah. And it was eerie coming down the Sunset Strip. It was empty. It was empty. It was wild. Yeah. yeah. I'd never seen it like that. I've lived here. It was like once upon a time in Hollywood. Like I've lived here since <laughs> 1994. I've never seen it like that. Except the tower video is now at Chase Bank. <laughs> Yeah, so it was right. not quite like it. And the Tower Records building is still... Still there. Just empty. And yellow and red. With the sign. Iconic yeah. looking. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. Yeah. It's really wild. Yeah. It was interesting. I don't know. What else happened this week? Because it was 10 years. I know. <laughs> it's been 10 years. We've been watching The Wire. Rewatching oh, The Wire. Oh, yeah. Well... We're up to season three. I, was, I feel like I had a recommendation. And I forgot what it was. I, I made notes. I'm referring to my notes, guys. Can I recommend a... Let's recommend some books. Oh, wait. Can I point out? Because um, Paul has computer... Computerized. I have computer. He configured our Alexa... Oh. Oh, yes. To answer to the word computer. And in season computer. two of The Wire, they <laughs> say right. that word a lot. <laughs> <laughs> because they tap in... To the to the to the computers at the docks, yes. And so they say the word over and over again. Yeah. Another funny thing is, there is an episode where they talk about text messaging. Yeah, like it's like, like it's a twenty twenty eight. As like the like two thousand one, oh, a space odyssey. It was killing me, and they keep saying the phrase text message like. It's called a text message. Yeah, they weren't like texting. <laughs> What's he doing on his phone? Isn't it wild? That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Do you remember T9 texting? Where you had to hit the same key yeah. over and over again? Yeah. I'm not that much younger than you. Honey, I'm not. Why are We're you, like the same generation. Why are you coming at me like I don't this? know. Like, how could I? It wasn't that long ago. Hey. It was like when hey, we first hey, started dating. Hey. <laughs> Is ASMR fighting a thing? I don't. Oh, hey, God. Oh, no. Why are you? I think it's the opposite. I feel like you're humiliating <laughs> me on the podcast. People are listening. I feel like you're belittling. And making me seem insignificant. I think you're belittling me. It's almost like I don't exist. I don't, think, I don't know where you're getting that from because... Because I was definitely there for T9 texting. I was there for T9 texting. You shouldn't be upset that I fucked her. You should be upset that I had a <laughs> laugh with her. <laughs> What's that from? From uh, Sex and the Marriage City. Story. Oh. <laughs> that's I. That sucks that it was from that movie because I loved that movie. But you didn't see I know, it. I still haven't seen it, no. But I, but I kind of like had a like a a very strong emotional reaction to that movie, mm-hmm. and then like I found out like other people like they're like eh, and I was like, but then I tried I to take a, lot a poll. Of people love it though. I tried to take a poll of people who are from divorced homes, and you did this on election day. <laughs> what? You went to our polling place when we voted in the primary. Oh yeah, I was I was <laughs> like came out. an informal survey, if you will. <laughs> A survey, not a poll. Fine, fine, fine. So I take an informal survey, and it turns out if your parents divorced when you were a kid, mm-hmm. that movie hit you in a different way. Right. And it was, yeah, I had like a moment with that movie. What if your parents I had really a weird liked. loveless marriage that lasted for 50 years? It would not speak to you. Mm, okay. That's a different movie. My instincts were correct. I don't know who's going to make that movie for you, 
but someone needs to make Is that movie. Is there a movie. movie like that out there already? About a loveless marriage yeah. for 15 years. That just keeps going. That makes their kids' lives miserable. Mm-hmm. That's got to be more of a TV series because how are you going to... Well, I guess... <laughs> well, like Marriage Story spans some years. True. Uh, Not that many, though. <laughs> They're still young when they get divorced. <laughs> That's true. They're still like good looking. When you're kind of They'll like, be fine. yeah, kind of a little bit, a little hey, bit. If you're worried about the characters in Marriage Story, a little bit. Don't worry about them. <laughs> they're fine. They're white and they're hot. <laughs> so they're do with that what you will. Successful hot white people. Yeah, I mean that was actually some some of my friends had issues with that. They were like, I don't want to see their problems of successful hot white right. people, and I was like. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. It's about something. It's about like, it's about relationship. Like it's, it's a bigger, you have I to know. zoom it, out. The, the, here's the thing though. It does get tough when they're so hot. Of course you write. No, no. <laughs> of course you write what you know. They're really hot. You write what you know. <laughs> and they're hot. Probably. I mean like Jennifer, Jason. That's wait, not the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not why the people were hot in the movie. Oh, it's not <laughs> because. I thought they That's were trying. Good old Hollywood. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, like... it, it, no matter what the description of the script is, of course they're going to cast hot people. <laughs> right. It's not like the the person in the script. I don't want to not has, to, has to like make a note like, please only hire hot people for this. If we're going to cry, I want him to be hot because like. Oh, can you helps. imagine watching an ugly, ugly cry? People. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. Forget wait, it. Wait. So finish your thing because I interrupted. So you write what you know. I heard that. But when that's you, what my pilot is about. Right. Yeah. So but when you are when you're a person in the industry mm-hmm. of show business sure. writing what you know. Yes. It is like there's a you're you're already pushing a little bit you're pushing people away. Into like, oh, and so like, oh, I don't want to feel sorry for these people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean it does it does feel of course everyone's everyone's human and they have they go through the same thing. Well that's a, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that every story has value? I'm not saying how it's told or how it's presented or I'm saying like every uh, human yes, I story. Do. Yes, do you I do. believe that every human story? Here's how I believe it has value because I believe that we learn from each other's stories. Sure. And so there are many things you can learn from any given story. That's why I'm going to read Woody Allen's memoir. This is a fucking trap. No, no, it's just a like dumb you, callback. I feel like you set me up. It was just a dumb I feel like you. No, I want to ask about every human. Okay, so if every story has value, mm-hmm. does every story have to be told? Using hot people in order <laughs> to make people pay attention. To make people pay attention. I. I mean, is that the meaning of Hollywood? I mean, is that true? No, I don't it's think not. so. Of course, it's not. No, true. I because I'm not really asking that question. No, that's just. I'm just cor- asking of course that not. question. You know, because it's where that's where the business. But does in. it make a little it's better? Like one it makes things, it a little more interesting. One of the things that's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Is Frankie and Johnny at the Claire de Lune. Famous Which stage I play. Seen and so, oh, wait, about middle aged people, yeah, yeah. you know, with finding Michelle love in this working class middle aged people finding love in this diner. And then they cast it with Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer. Like she's so, by the way. And I think Kathy Bates did it on Broadway, something like that. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, SMU grad. 
Shout out Gomez Gang. That's where I went to drama school. So I'm a dirty bird. Basically, like (laughs) me and Kathy Bates are kind of like simpatico. She doesn't really know it, but uh, I did do a. I did do. I did shoot a job with Kathy Bates. I did. I had a couple lines on a pilot. That's right. And it was a David Kelly thing. I just had David a David E. Kelly. Excuse David E. Kelly. Me. David That's e. Kelly. What he writes on his legal pad. And I had just a few lines, and I rode with her in the golf cart to the set. And I was like, I went to. I was like, I was like, hey, I went to SNU drama school, and and um, it it just didn't landed kind of like a thud <laughs> oh no yeah <laughs> it was not uh it it didn't uh it was not a conversation sparker yeah i mean she was a polite yeah but distant does that make sense yes it does i had an experience like that recently uh-huh. because i shot an episode of something i don't think i am allowed <laughs> to say what it is it was the last job i had before the last tv job i, think I had you should before... say what it is because of the irony of it no, no, no. I won't. Just to be on the safe side, I won't. Okay. Yeah. But I was working with, uh, I had a, I had one scene with uh, the actor Journey Smollett. Oh, right. Who was on Friday Night Lights, which early in our, when we first moved in together, we watched Friday Night Lights. Quick aside, I've come up with a new sign-off for emails. So far, no one has given me proper acknowledgement for it but i've been signing my because you've added it as your automated signature no because i don't want to repeat it you're retyping it every time yeah what else do i have to do i did not know that i now sign my emails clean hands full mask can't lose (laughs) which i felt good about Crickets. What, crickets. What, what reaction? Crickets. Are you expecting? Because here's the thing. Crickets. Here's the thing is that you will you'll send a text to someone. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then 20 <laughs> minutes later, you'll be like, no one responded to my text. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> we're going long. We're cuckoo for going long. We're going this long. long tonight. Wait, I feel like we were in the middle of a story. Oh, so I worked, you, with, so I worked with Miss Smollett. Johnny Smollett. Who is just see Smollett's sister. Oh. So after we were done, I said, hey, my wife and I are big Friday Night Lights fans. It was very important to us when we were, you know, that's nice first to say together. and share. And she was very polite, but she went into like I could tell it was a a thing she's had to respond to a million billion times. Do you know what I mean? And I instantly regretted saying anything because I was like, well, this is lame. What Mm. I just said, she was, she could not have been nicer. She was like, Oh yeah, that was a great show. I was so, I, you know, I'm so glad that, that people saw that, you know, it was really, we were really fighting there to get seen. And you know, that always, it's always nice to hear that somebody liked that show. And I was like, Oh, she said this to so many people. And Um, you know, I, that's, that's my, that was your sense of it. That was my fear of being unoriginal and boring. You know what I mean? Well, at least you didn't say, hey, I'm sorry your brother faked a crime. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) That would have been... (laughs) I loved... Interesting way to say that. 
Hey, um, I just want to say, because uh, you know it's, it's hard great on, to work with you. I, I'm sorry, your brother faked a crime. You know it's hard on the family. Of, I know, of course. Because I here, but that's not a thing you offer condolences on. <laughs> I think it's you like, know, like, it's oh, like oh, expressing oh, empathy. Like that must so have been you robbed a bank. And like, hey, really, I'm really sorry, your brother robbed that bank. I just that feel like hard. I got the sense that he is like a loving person that people liked, mm-hmm. but maybe has some undiagnosed. I think he's probably got some problems, <laughs> but which it's, is it's funny. I wasn't, I, I wasn't going <laughs> to get into that. How could you not? How could we not? How could you not? No, not with her. I'm just saying like, you can't, yeah, I wasn't going to get into it anywhere. <laughs> anyway, Friday Night Lights, time to binge. There you go. Time like, to binge. We were watching it Season in the Season two is a, is a situation. There's some weird stuff happening. But mm-hmm. it's they because they went from being on NBC to then being on like I, DirecTV or something. It was yeah. like a weird thing. It was like the got, first of that. Yeah. It was like the first wave Absolutely. of that. And we used to watch it. So, it, so they had to make some weird... They had to take some weird notes from from people. Well, when they were on NBC, that's what ruined that season because they wanted it to be more networky. Right. Yeah. But they they did as well as they could with a, a couple weird. Wonky I think things. our friend won, won an Emmy for that. Rollin. I believe so. So Rollin, our friend Rollin, and he brought us pastries this morning and left them on our porch. We're get, these are too many threads. Um. <laughs> we got to wrap this up, but. Friday Night Lights. We watched it when it was you were still getting discs in the mail Guys, from Netflix. Here, uh, here's my gift to you. If you want to sign an email this week, clean hands, full mask, can't lose. I am gifting that to the world. Now it belongs to the ages. <laughs> I'm just saying you can binge FNL. As fans of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> That's what we call it exclusively. Oh, by the way, tomorrow night SNL is doing an episode like of like from home bits or some, interesting, something. Interesting, interesting. Is that is SNL is that an essential worker? <laughs> well, they're doing it from home. Who cares? Okay. I'm just okay. We got about this. Up. I'm Listen. sorry. I'm on number two of my weekend water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I could y'all. I could just Uh oh. When the y'all start coming I out. Could. Just gab. It's time to sign off. All night. It's very true. All night long. <laughs> All night. Let me just stop okay. you right there and say, Tumbalite Sete Mulya. We're going to have to <laughs> wrap this up. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all are the best. Y'all are the best. God, you're getting us through this goddamn pandemic. We will. <laughs> We'll be back next week. All right. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Love one another.